Hello, everybody. Uh, before we get into the show, I just want to give you all a heads up. As of next week, we will no longer be releasing every week. We'll be going to a bi-weekly uh, release schedule. Uh, we, we figured this would be a lot more sustainable for us, not for any reason other than, uh, you know, podcasts are a lot of work, and we want to not just throw a bunch of uh, mediocre episodes at you, we want to throw a bunch of pretty good episodes at you, maybe less frequently, but just more sustainably. So, uh, if there's no episode next week, don't panic, there will be an episode the following week. Thank you for understanding, thank you for listening, please like, subscribe, and get all your friends to listen, uh, and eat a bunch of Oreos. Okay, that's it. Enjoy the show. Today on Good Stuff, Lemon Oreos, which we call Lemon Thicks, as well as a bunch of chain restaurants. Hello and welcome to Good Stuff, the Oreo podcast. This is all we do. We only talk about Oreos. Normally I vamp about stuff and all of those are lies. One time I lied about lying. It was terrible. No one liked it. Everyone felt bad. Today I'm telling the truth. The truth is we like Oreos and Oreos are our lifeblood. Oreos are literally our blood. I bleed cream. It's not a good condition to have. Doctors are saying that I should go to the hospital because I bleed cream and bleeding cream. It's not an effective blood. Uh, so this is, these are, uh, these are my thoughts at the beginning of the show. Uh, I'm glad you could come on this journey with me. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to good stuff. Uh, the Oreo podcast. Uh, I'm here with my, my, I want to say illustrious. I feel like I always introduce introduce you as an illustrious co-host or just co-host. It's one or the other. I, I like Pappas. illustrious. It, it feels like I haven't earned it, but I, I'm I'm happy to take it. <laughs> well, I feel like you've earned illustrious. Why 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 do you think you haven't earned illustrious? Am I using it wrong? Well known, um, respected, admired. No, yeah, I feel like that's right. Okay. Um. All right. I, I feel like I I don't have the uh, the the reach of popularity that i think should come along with it but maybe that's just me okay so would you prefer then uh with my obscure co-host nick pappas would that's is that what you would prefer the not seen in the wild the the fabled the 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 fable the fabled nick pappas (laughs) but see that's sort of well known but like mysterious yeah like right maybe some people know me that's why Uh, the, the vintage you know like real the vintage nick pappas the the uh underground i i know that vintage can can reply uh can apply to a lot of you know a lot of like different things of you know that are slightly older which i guess i don't really know the proper definition of it but every time i hear vintage anything i'm like you could bottle that and put that in the cellar well yeah because vintage is i think just like meant to be a year for wine and then people started using it as like this vintage as in old um, but I think the original term is like vintage means year. Okay. Yeah. I, I think. think that makes sense. I feel it. it's one of those words that is probably 
like a loan word from French that has just warped so much to be an English word. You know? Yeah, 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 definitely. No, it's just like its own thing. Um, Speaking of its own thing, what are we tasting or what have we tasted today? I do that every single time. Well, what again, are we reviewing today? If you want me to eat Oreos on the podcast and uh, this time not edit them out, uh, I'll do no. it. No, don't. <laughs> uh, but this time we are reviewing uh, lemon Oreos. Lemon, regular lemon Oreos. We have already reviewed lemon thins, so we have referred to these as lemon thicks. And, and they really are thick. Um, I don't know if you... I think they're double stuff. Yeah, well, so I think they're double stuff as well, but for whatever reason, it seems like double stuff plus a little more. Oh, and you think they're like, you think they're like, you know, 2.1 2. 2. stuff? Yeah, well, so I remember back when we had the uh, the golden Oreos, we felt like we got ripped off because it, yeah. it didn't seem like enough cream. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was the same thing, but opposite, where I think they get, it was double stuff, but they gave us just a little more. Just a little, maybe, and maybe that's something on like the factory. The factory effed up. Yeah, I wonder Which, at what point we just start buying like lots of these things and start, you know, quality controlling them like for ourselves. I feel like never. I don't ever want to <laughs> do that. I already am at the point where I'm like, I have too many Oreos in my house. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't possibly fathom doing quality control for free. I worked I in quality. I mean. <laughs> I, I do not want to ever do quality uh, ever uh, again. That was brutal. That was probably one of the weirdest jobs, hardest jobs oh, ever. Yeah. It's just like, it's thankless. It's very thankless and um, very that's important. The impre- that's the impression I get from like engineering and everything too. I feel like it's one of those things that, yeah, we definitely need and it's really important that we have it. And it's also need- not glamorous. And so no. like a lot of people don't really like it for that reason, but it's like, it's good, honest work. It's just... People in the factory, you you kind of have to be fun police uh, a lot of the time. Yeah, I remember a long time ago when I was looking through like different job descriptions and everything, and I was looking at like, what exactly does a quality engineer do? It really just seems that you make sure that uh, the right things are being, you know, the right things are being done, and you just have to be okay with everyone being upset with you all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and like, it, it if you paid quality better, like people would probably be more into it but like there's just it's like it's a hard job it's not everybody's thing and you have to be like really into quality or whatever like it's the type of people who are really into not into but the people who are good at auditing they're a very specific breed of people yeah (laughs) like they are good at what they do they're probably lovely people but they are different in the way they see the world than i i think it's fair to say that i'm just not a quality person Aw, yeah, you are. <laughs> Just not in You are quality controlled. <laughs> consistent. You are consistent, just like Sunny D. I always know what to get, what I'm going to get out of you. But unlike Sunny D, it's a good product. <laughs> so, th- take that. Sunny well, D. Wait a second. No, th- uh, yeah, I'm taking that as a compliment. Took me a second. It was a compliment. I roasted I mean, Sunny D and I said that you're better than Sunny D. It wasn't a high compliment, <laughs> but it was a compliment nonetheless. This, I, this, is what I, uh, this is what I get for passing up on Illustrious. I should have just stuck with it. Yeah, no, this is your fault. We are here because it's your fault. I, I, yeah, this, even, with the, <laughs> even with the podcast in general, my God, this is all my fault. I mean, I mean, Nick, we restarted Zoom because you're 
your zoom was not working and it was at like a 10 second delay for me and was crackly i I feel like a lot of today's tension is all your fault i maintain it was zoom's (laughs) fault but um you know and that i was merely uh i was framed both in the picture and by a company (laughs) whomst fault is it (laughs) that's my favorite (laughs) that's my favorite like (laughs) <laughs> not real i don't think it's a real word but Hoomst. it's like i think it's a meme Hoomst. uh i'll start using it it's, it's a good of, one there's all sorts of weird grammar stuff that i'd want to do if i could remember to do it in conversation like um, like what uh well so i was actually thinking about this strangely enough on my on my drive home today and um you know like how uh if someone asks you this deals with contractions. So if someone asks you, like, uh, uh, like who's going to the store today? And you're like, I'm going. You would never just respond, I'm. Mm-hmm. Like, instead, you'd always say I. You'd always say I am. But you I would am. say I am or yeah. I'm going. But you wouldn't say yeah. I'm. You wouldn't just, you wouldn't just stop there. Uh, Think about that one Yeah, that feels second. wrong. I don't like yeah. that very much. That makes me. It feels unfinished. Yeah. You know, well, that's what that's it, what it is. It feels very unfinished, unresolved. I think the only one that works that I can think of off the top of my head is don't like as like a warning. It's very don't. straight to the point. Well, yeah. because it has a guttural end, right? Like it has that sort of like the t- like the yeah. sentence is over. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> that's the that's the grammar goblin uh, telling you what what's up. Um, I gotta find my inner yeah, Hoomst is a good one. And dangling participles, which I don't really know what those are, but I, I know there. It knew. sounds like a dirty thing. What is I a participle? Once, uh, a participle uh, is um, you know I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna have you look it up, and you'll learn it better. An example that way. is walking through the kitchen. The smoke alarm was going off. What's wrong with that? What is, what is that an wrong? Example with of a dang- that? Was that a? An example That's a dangling participle. Yeah. Is it because? Oh, I guess Walking I don't know. Walking through the kitchen, a- the smoke alarm was going off. I guess I don't know a lot about dangling. Um, I, I don't know what makes it weird or bad. Because uh, I thought I thought it was like is and an. I guess off is a participle. Um, this is a grammar podcast. I, I, th- now. I think you're thinking of. I can't imagine those are fun. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the thing I'm reading. So I don't I don't know words. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just I just always laughed at it in English class because I was like, hey, that sounds dirty. And like the English teacher know like knew they they said the word like dangling participle. They just like sprinkled it into any sort of like lesson just to like make the teenagers like perk up and be like, oh, that seems that seems dirty. And they should they say that? I guess I should learn grammar. Like I know it was just like. A thing. I suppose if you're going to be... Uh, or that's my theory. Yeah, well, if you're going to be teaching grammar or really anything to teenagers or anyone who may be less than excited to be in class, especially, like, early in the morning or whatever, like, you got to make it fun for yourself, too. You really do. I mean, I God, God bless teachers, right? Like, that's... It's not a thing I can do. Uh, no. I have been told I would be a fun science teacher. And I, I tell that. everyone I disagree. Say, well, stop it. See, this is what happens. 
Everyone goes oh. like, yeah, I could see that. It's like the same shit when you're like, oh, I'm a Capricorn. They're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, why? <laughs> you you don't. <laughs> you look like a Rob. So, yeah, you uh, look like a science. And what? Just because I have science knowledge and am fun. Um, <laughs> I mean, I suppose uh, you could always like you can make each one of your classes um, just um, a, like a scripted act for yourself or semi scripted act. And then you can get you can have like a, a small theater career that's, you know, funded by the school system. And uh, yeah. And then you, you could also be I an mean, acting coach. I mean, I'm on the good side. at public speaking. I just don't have patience is my problem, which I good feel thing. like is a thing you need. Um, yes, YN. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I suppose you do need that. I I, I yeah. had a um, I had plenty of teachers that would lose their patience pretty quickly though, and they seem to still be employed. So I I think you can make it work. Yeah, I think you you give yourself more credit. You could teach. You've tried to well, teach the math. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if I'd enjoy. The thing is, I don't know if I'd enjoy it. Like okay. I I'd, I'd like the talking. I just get really frustrated at kids. Which is what it seems to be a pattern in high school teachers. Uh, <laughs> Fair, but I mean, I, I'm I'm still amazed that, like, just recently, teachers in mass could get vaccinated, and they've been like teaching for a while, and they're like, "Oh, we're yeah. gonna reopen schools." It's like, fucking schools have been open. Like, get ugh. Yeah. So stupid. But. Yeah, I, I haven't been. I honestly haven't been doing a ton of reading about it because I'm only because you know I don't only get excited about wanting to get a vaccine and everything. I do wonder how much of this are, are you able to yet, yet? Or no, I, I don't qualify for anything yet. Um, so but oh, you know, okay. soon. I mean, I again, I've still been going yeah. out on this since day one. So you know, I just I'm just gonna continue continue to play it safe and uh, you know, just do my best mm-hmm. until I can. Because I'm essential. Yeah. <laughs> I I found out that because I work in the food and beverage industry, I am qualified as of Monday and we're recording in March. So uh oh, nice. I will be able to finally sign up, which is cool, right? Yeah. So Yeah, no, I I uh, uh I've never once been able to work from home, uh and I will I'm probably gonna be in the last group, so yeah. That's so <laughs> dumb. Yeah, I know. It's so I, dumb. I I can I only rationalize it as that's just uh, a result of two different groups making those decisions. The group that decides that I can go in, and the group yeah. that decides who gets it. So, um, yep. I've I've known people <laughs> very. Cl- right. I've known very people very close to me, like who I work with and stuff, who've got it and everything. And I've I've do- I've dodged a bullet like so Wait, many so- times at this point. Oh, people, but like people you've worked with, they probably have like health conditions or some other reason. It's not like an industry thing. Uh, what do you mean? Like, oh, oh, oh go, you said I'm you sorry. know people you oh, work when, with. When, when, sorry, when when I when I said got it, I mean um got COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's different. That yeah, is that very is different, different. Than I was like, oh, what? that's a lot I, different. There, uh, there are, I think, there are some people who, with health conditions that ha- that have got it already, and like that makes sense. So, I got the vaccine yeah. in this case, since I'm going to be using it for literally everything that I talk about right now. Yeah, <laughs> specificity. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. It's weird. Like, <laughs> I I want to like go out and hug everyone, and like it feels like things are going to be normal, but they're not. And yeah. it's, it's it's just a weird. We're in a weird time, you know. 
Yeah. And it's like, I think we're all tired. <laughs> we're all just like really tired <laughs> and ready exactly. to go outside and go for a hike and like go like smooch a stranger. <laughs> no, that's not what I want to do. I want to go <laughs> and like have a regular dinner and like genuinely be annoyed at something unimportant. <laughs> Would that be nice? <laughs> not like it would be so nice not like ugh, this fucking guy over here is not wearing a mask like ugh, this or fucking like, guy over here he's just putting so much cheese on his, his pasta like save some for <laughs> us like that doesn't affect me <laughs> Wait, they say when you're here you're family share it with the rest of us jeez we're family i know <laughs> you know the the waiter said say when i don't think he's gonna say when i do not think he's gonna <laughs> say when <laughs> Um, but like, that's what I want. Like, I want to, I want to have, I want to have a normalish life again. We're yeah. going to, you know, shake off these pandemic blues and go from there. Yeah. I, I want to go back to my regular so. blues. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like, I don't need two depressions. Okay. Like, I need just, I have the one, I had the one already. I didn't, how do I return this? Uh, <laughs> I have been blessed with but. the blues. <laughs> Let's talk about something new. Uh, lemons. What are your thoughts on them? Um, did you <laughs> hear the one about the lemon? <laughs> no. um, the... Oh, man. Uh, I mean, uh, so lemons are great, actually. Yeah, I like sour stuff. I'm a sour stuff person. Uh, sour and salty is is good. Good food. Yeah, I I never seek out like sour candy. Like I enjoy Sour Patch Kids like anyone else, I oh, guess. I love Sour Patch Kids. But um I think I'd like just more like actual lemon. Yeah. What yeah. what are your what are your thoughts on Meyer lemon? Um I don't think I know what Meyer lemon is. Oh. It's like it's it's like a different type of lemon. It's like uh It grows a, in a Meyer. <laughs> it's like a it's a lemon that comes out I didn't realize the season was like November to like now, um, but they're like grown. They're like smaller. They're like a little bit more like they're a little less like pale yellow as they are like kind of gold yellow. Oh. Um, and they're sweeter and like a little piney, like a tiny little bit like hint of okay. pine. Um, that they're good. Nice. Yeah, they're really nice. they're they're like they're used in desserts a lot because they're just like sweeter. Um, okay. In, in general. Yeah, I mean, I grew up having a lot of lemon just because I think it shows up a lot in Greek food. Do, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, so I have an appreciation of it. Like, I love, yeah. I love Meyer lemon though. I think they're great, and like, they're they're almost like they feel like the oranges of lemon, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they're just like they're different. And um, I actually I just started a new homebrew. Oh. Uh, which is a uh, what's it called? Um, a Kolsch uh, with Meyer lemon and coriander because oh. Megan is possibly allergic to oranges. It's unclear. Oh, but, um, so I was like, well, I want to make something we can both have, and sure. so I made one with Meyer lemon because, like, you know, there's like the the blue moons of the world, um, and yada yada. Yeah, and so I was like, well, what if I did Meyer lemon? So we'll see how it goes. It's current. It's currently uh, lagering, chilling out. Cool. Um, and we'll see where it goes. So, nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Fairly excited for that one. 
it's like a good uh i like it <laughs> i was kind of it's not a joke i want to say i was joking about it because but it's not funny i was just talking about it about how like i made a beer at the beginning of winter that was like supposed to be like a winter like this is a winter warmer beer and then this beer is supposed to be like a spring beer so it's like the ice melter <laughs> um and I was like, oh, they're sister beers. And I was like, I'm so good at brewing stuff. I'm just like being fucking lame. Like, I, <laughs> like I, I'm like way overthinking home brewing uh, in general. And I'm having fun with it. That's all that matters. That's why you do these stupid things. But I mean, as as someone who whose default state is uh, overthinking, it's cool. I get it. And. <laughs> And you know, you, look. I, I know you're gonna work at it, and you know you'll you'll grow into it. Yeah, I I mean I've I've just been like making a beer every season, uh, a beer or two a season, and it's like fun. And then I have like a bunch of beer, uh, chilling in my fridge. Uh, slowly go through them, give them away as gifts. It's the best. It's the best. Although the the people at the homebrew store, are, they can be weird, but they're sure. fine. <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> um. Actually, you got me thinking now. I uh, obviously like lemon juice fr- fresh squeezed from a lemon is probably going to be the best you're going to get. But what are your thoughts on those little plastic lemon grenades that you find in the supermarket? Oh, I used to work at a company that made those. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you? So what do you mean? What are my thoughts? Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I I can't help but feel that it's somehow different then like it just tastes different and i can't and i'm not well i mean there's just it's chock full of well it's not chock full of preservatives there's a good amount of preservative in there okay and also like then fresh squeezed lemon like a lot of those like oils that are actually in lemon juice have like either been filtered out or like you know are gone um it's it's a lot more homogenous there's just other stuff it's just it just tastes different um it's not like all those volatiles vaporized too so okay that's yeah i I was wondering what was different because i can tell like they really feel like two different things but i would use them for the yeah like freshness is is a thing right like yeah it's just very different um but i did work in a uh, at a company that did that and it's that like the room that like everything was mixed in was like caustic it was (laughs) horrifying it was so because it was like sourness is in the air. You're just like in a room with like, and you feel, I don't know if we I feel like we're at code, but like you just feel like you're inhaling like preservative and you're like in a room where like everything you touch is like sticky and <laughs> and it's like clean and you know it's clean and like you've seen them clean it and it's like still everything is sticky. It's like you can't, there's a lot you can't avoid. And, but I did like, I did like old school freaking titrations in there, like old like, uh, I don't know if junior high, but like, <laughs> like the 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 burettes and everything, yeah, like, to like check the acidity. Like we did an old freaking old school there. Um, cool. I was like, wow, I'm doing using something from chem class that I didn't think I'd ever use. Like I assumed this would be automated, and I know it <laughs> is at most other places. This just place was just real old fashioned. Um. they still taste all their chemicals to make sure that they're using the right things i mean that they definitely don't uh but (laughs) you know throw some benzoate in there and let's call it a day throw some anti-foam that one's fun i don't know anti-foam oh Uh, it's 
it's not listed in any single uh, ingredient because it's a, a process aid and it's at a low enough level that it doesn't have to be oh. declared. Which is, I'm not trying to be like, like freaking, you know, what's her name with goo? Uh, what, what's it called? Gwyneth Paltrow with goo? Gwen- goop. Yeah, I'm not trying to be like, <laughs> it's not natural, like, hide your children. Um, Because it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We eat garbage all the time. And it's sure. like, essentially all antifoam does is just literally what it says. But it's like kind of like very, very fine silica. So it like, it's basically sand that you ingest that like pops bubbles but you're at such a low level it just destabilizes them so it just like kind of destabilizes them it's at an incredibly low level so it just passes through your system nothing interesting so like you shouldn't have a lot of anti-foam uh but you probably couldn't uh because it is like a weird colloidal sand um yeah did you so this that reminds me of a story I heard quite a while ago. But um do you know that sometimes you want foam? Uh and foam is helpful. Um Meaning it, hel- uh, it helps uh prevent spilling in certain sure. types of containers, which I didn't know uh until I heard about it. Like the the analogy they made was with like latte foam or whatever. You're walking with a cup of coffee, like if you just had like a cup of black coffee, oh you know, sure filled, filled to the same level, uh you know, in a in a in a latte, both filled to the same amount, like that foam kind of helps prevent it from spilling to some degree and okay I remember th- and i remember that they learned something about this and like I'm, I'm obviously super simplifying it but um uh in when transporting oil i think some people started adding um a certain amount of like some foamy substance to the top pro to foam yeah so that would be pro <laughs> foam that's the anti-silica um no i don't know what it is um and, and you know to help it you know from spilling when they're transporting it and i thought that was kind of cool yeah that's pretty rad i mean that makes that makes sense to me because, like, the reason they add anti-foam at all um, is because foam, because literally the same reason, like, uh, in reverse, right? So it doesn't, it, it, like, prevents things from moving a little bit, right? Okay. So when you're pumping something, <laughs> you don't want foam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. then things just get, uh, like, the pressure goes way up, and then it can become dangerous or uh. stuff like that. Or it's just you can't pump it. Okay, um, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because if you already have those little lemon grenades, you don't want <laughs> right. You don't want those to explode. No, you don't, don't want know, those whatever. to explode. Yeah, um, exactly. Those will be those are caustic lemon grenades. Uh, you gotta pull the <laughs> you pull the little pop top that, and then you throw it into the a crowd and you just run, and then everyone has uh, uh lemonade. It's great. Um, the but yeah, that's sort of pumping pumping stuff in like. Like engineering factories are just like fascinating people. I I don't know how they they like fathom any of the shit that they do. But like especially the the people who work at like uh like flour mills. Like I still don't know how flour is pumped, but I know it is. <laughs> like I know it. I like I know it goes through pipes and like people. Like I've been. I've seen it happen. Um, does, does King Arthur have like a tour? Uh, I assume. Uh, because I, I would love to go at some point. King Arthur is great. They're good, good shit. Yeah, no, I, I've I've been a big fan for a while. Um, they've supplied all my baking supplies for the most part. <laughs> yeah, at least flour. This is a sponsor. No. <laughs> if they hey, if they want to, we're you know we would take a sponsorship. Uh, I'm from gonna, King Arthur. I'm gonna need to start making my own homemade Oreos at some point, and I would love to use no one else's flour. No one 
but King Arthur flower. King Arthur, the Excalibur of flower. <laughs> I would say he's I the had one nothing trick. clever there. I had <laughs> I had, it was just like I've walked myself into this corner. Here we are. Um. Yeah. Oh man, I would. Oh, man, we could be the Knights of the Round Pizza. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. They, they they can't have that. If they want it, they have to buy it from us. You can be extra weird and just be the Knights of the Square Pizza. People are like, I don't get this uh, reference. I, uh, <laughs> I, I remember we had the grossest pizza in middle school. It was the worst thing ever. Uh, oh, yeah, like Pizza Day, which yeah. was everyone's favorite, I think, because of the theme and yeah. not because of the food. Right. I mean, I think everyone... Well, okay, generalizing, sure, but I... Everyone that I know of uh, lo- loves pizza, at least conceptually. Yeah. Uh, so, like, if you have a pizza day, good. We're, you know, that sounds like a great day. Yeah. Um, is pizza, pizza day bad? is always a good day. Yeah. But, you know, is it bad pizza? Well, I'll still eat it. Right? Yeah. Th- this particular pizza was square, which is, you know, you know why I was thinking about it. And you'd have to, you know, dab so many napkins on it to get out- off all that extra grease that came along with it. No extra charge. No, definitely no extra charge. <laughs> extra charge for napkins, please. Um, oh man, I we just we had pizza tonight. We tried. Oh, uh, yeah, we just I used want more like pizza. A, oh, pizza's so good. I okay. Here's a question. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Let's Uh-oh. let's let's get into it. Pineapple on pizza? Y N. Yes. Oh my god, good. Me too. Yeah. Wow, we agree on something. We've yeah. <laughs> we've lost half of our listeners though. Like half of our listener base is like yelling at the screen. The well, screen. They, well, they well, listen they to it on their iPhones and they watched the the bar go up. Well, tell them to hop on Twitter and start writing to us and we will tell them why they're wrong or we'll talk to them and yeah. stuff. We it's always engage our listeners. It's always been very hilarious to me the vitriol the anti-pineapple on pizza lobby, I guess, uh, has. They're, they are a very highly motivated, very angry crowd. And you know what? There's a lot of shit I don't like, and I love being loud and vocal about it. Sure. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a certified snob. You know, <laughs> I know I am. But I, I just feel like there's something about pineapple on pizza that really unites a, cr- a certain crowd. Yeah. To just like yell at me, uh, that's really it. <laughs> it's just I feel like anytime I'm like, oh, I like pineapple and pizza. I would say so. Do you, would you ever have just pineapple pineapple as a topping, or would it is it usually? Oh hell yeah! Like a, oh yeah! Fucking let's I, go. Usually, whenever I have it, it, it has always tended to be paired with you know like a ham, ham or some kind yeah. of meat of some sort. And pineapple and pepperoni is like not that great. I would say yeah. that one's that one's like fine. The pepperoni yeah. just doesn't. Like you need sort of like the more mild meatiness to make it more barbecuey. Sure. Um. Yeah, but would I eat on pizza alone? I probably have. I'd probably like that. Yeah. I. You know what? I thought was kind of a lame pizza, but it's honestly one of the better pizza toppings. Just oh. onions. Just fucking onions. Just regular okay. cheese pizza with onions. You're like, that seems lame, or that seems greasy. And you know what? It kind of is both. But it's real good. It's really good. <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite, but like, there's something like, it's like when someone in like a video game is like, here, customize your character all the ways you can. And you're like, oh God, there's so many things. I have to like 
move every single lever like in in a certain way or feel like i haven't actively done the right thing yeah when really all you have to you you should just like pick one hairstyle and you're like that's cool and just like go with the default (laughs) (laughs) and you're gonna be just as happy and less concerned that's what onion pizza is it's the default with like one change yeah that's it you're like all right sure hey this is slightly better this rules yeah you're speed running your pizza enjoyment honestly oh hell yeah Uh, uh what is it which um oh what did that remind me of oh no i'm blanking now um oh yeah uh what are your thoughts on papaginos oh so conflicted Uh, I, i feel like i grew up with papa i grew up with the gino uh there's too many first of all there's too many papas in pizza there's Papa John's, yeah. who's the worst? Um, I know that the only reason he got popular is because he packaged butter, uh, butter dip, like, to go with pizza. Like, that's the only uh, reason he got popular. That's my theory. That's a, I've um, never had that, but that sounds great. It's fucking awesome, because their pizza sucks. Like, that's why <laughs> it's so good. You're like, ah, oh, I gotta get through this pizza, but now I have the crust, which is pretty good, and then I have the butter dip, which is, like, very good. And you yeah. know it's bad for you. Like it's one of those. Oh, like this is, absolutely. this is garbage. Like this is cheese whiz. <laughs> like this is just unhealthy. Um, but Papaginos, man, I grew up with Papaginos. Yeah, and I feel like I've had it every time I've had it since growing up. I've been real, really disappointed in yeah. Papa Papagino. But I mean, as far as chains go. As far as chains go, still disappointed. I feel oh. like I feel like Domino's is better than Papaginos. Do I, you? Yeah. Oh, I really, really do. I really do. And I like, I, oh. I say that with a heavy heart. Like I regret saying that Papaginos has fallen below the Domino's threshold. See, I almost even bought a a Papaginos shirt to wear, like to work, even just be, just to torment my. Uh, at least one of my coworkers who cannot stand Papaginos. So, what is your thought on Papaginos then? I definitely thought I, I like. I definitely enjoyed it more when I was younger. I grew up with it. It is. It's like my childhood pizza. There's definitely a nostalgia yeah. factor in there. Like that's my bias. I get it. But I mean, for cheap, fast local chain pizza, yeah. Like, can you do better? Of course you can. You can absolutely do better than Papaginos. But man, it's that local chain, and I don't know. Is it is it just like a, a Massachusetts thing or is it If it extends beyond Massachusetts, I'd be surprised. Papaginos, uh Papaginos, uh uh how many states? <laughs> uh, they have a seat at the UN. There are ninety seven <laughs> there are ninety seven Papaginos locations. Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island. So if you're in the north, uh the like the Northeast. You've probably seen a Papaginos. Um but like like if you haven't, it's just that local chain that you grew up with that you have nostalgia for and then you went back to like from your like after after college and like you're you're starting to become an adult and you eat it and you go, "Oh my god. What happened? Was this always <laughs> this bad or like Am I misremembering this? Like, did I did I never like this before? Like, wh- or was was my taste worse? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those those things. So, like, so there's I so get, many of those things, not just food. Like, you watch yeah. a show and you're like, man, 
I was stupid for liking this. This is bad, you know? There's a there's a lot of like shows that I'll never go back and watch because I don't want to know how poorly they aged. Um <sighs> just because like, you know, I want to remember them well. And Yeah. I mean, sometimes and, the past has to stay in the past and, you know. And that's Papaginos. Like it is just you remember it very fondly and you go to it. Ah, oh, Papa's going to disappoint you. This breaks my heart a little welcome, bit. I mean, like I Welcome still, to Papaginos. I'm going to order a pizza from them this weekend. Papa, I can't. Uh, tell me how it goes because it's not well, I I really hope I'm I really hope I've lowered the bar so your enjoyment is way higher. I mean, I've been talking about it for like a couple weeks now. I'm just like, I really need a pizza. I just like never get, really get around to doing it. Papa um, Gino's. You know who else is really disappointing? Did we talk about this? Tell me if we've talked about this. But like Bertucci's. Uh, we may have talked about it off the that's podcast the, one time. Oh, that's the other I, one. I always would get their pizza. But you're right. I don't. I honestly don't even remember it. Right. And, and like. I know there's like a lot of people. I mean. A couple of my friends have mentioned that, like, they're from the Midwest and, like, the fancy restaurant was Olive Garden and they loved Olive Garden. And then they went to Olive Garden and they're like, this is garbage. Why did I think this was good? Um, I I actually had the same experience because I hadn't gone in years and years and years. And then when I went there, I'm like, oh, this is this is very different from how I remember. I, I never grew up with Olive Garden. I never went to Olive Garden as a kid. We always okay. went to Bertucci's because it's like sure. sort of the same idea, except it has pizza. Yeah. Um, you know, it's chain restaurant. You can like has stuff for the kids to do. Uh, yeah. Ours had a bocce ball thing wow. uh, and they would give us. Uh, um, yeah, it was cool. There was like a little bocce ball area for whatever reason. <laughs> and then uh, they would give us like raw dough to play with. And like, obviously, it's like food safe. Like there no it's not like egg in it or anything. Sure. Um, and we just it was great. It was it was fucking great. And then I had food from there and I was like, ah, Tooch, well, what happened? Well, I will I will say that their rolls are still some of my favorite. Their rolls like, are still the rolls have held up. Yeah. But a, a restaurant is not built on an empire of rolls. Nicholas. <laughs> oh, wow. Put that on. Uh, put that on a, a fucking bumper sticker and <laughs> and throw them at a Pertucci's. Uh, oh, no, or, or we can print aprons like that. So like the chefs can wear them. Really sad Bertucci's aprons. <laughs> well, no, every other restaurant can buy them. Um, what is it? No, in oh, the, well, just an apron that just says "better than Bertucci's." <laughs> oh, oh. Um, what is it? Um, oh yeah. So other other chains. Uh, are you familiar with? Yeah, you've probably. I'm sure you have went to the 99 a lot. I went to the 99 a lot. 99 reasons you'll always come back for more. I had. I don't know what they are. I've never found them. <laughs> But I will hold ha- on, Nick. Sorry to bring it back to Papa Gino's. No, let's do it. 2019, January 23rd, 2019. Papa Gino's filed for fucking bankruptcy. I remember. Yeah. Oh, my God. Papa, Dude. no. Oh, man. Ugh. This is why th- This is why you have people sp- uh, spreading the slander about them, about them being bad and all that. We need people to buy their pizza. And D'Angelo's also, which is also like, of course. Like, well, D'Angelo's like bought them, I think, at some point. Oh, really? Yeah. So if one goes down, I guess the other's going D'Angelo's down. was always worse. It was yeah. like the worst sub shop. And then it like, I don't know why anyone went to it. And then Papa Gino. Oh, man, they ruined Papa Gino's. D'Angelo, how dare you? Well, I mean the other the other one the whole the other bankruptcy thing that breaks my heart is the whole friendlies thing. Friendlies, eh? Friendlies. Was, I, 
I got food poisoning like three times at Friendly. So yeah, I just no, I think so, so did my brother. Um, I just but, uh, never. <laughs> I have no sympathy for Friendlies. There is no nostalgia left because sure, watermelon roll, pretty rad to look at. Everything else tastes like food poisoning to me. It just tastes like food poisoning. <laughs> I um. No, it'll always have a special place in my heart. I, I will I will keep buying the their like a you know gallons of ice cream, whatever the heck it is. Uh and you know, because I think Well they have the watermelon good. roll and the yeah. their ice cream was always their best thing. Like I wish they just stayed ice cream. Um yeah. which no, I yeah, guess I really they never like their ice cream. Yeah. But like yeah, there's so many local brands. What was you saying about the 99? I'm sorry, I cut you oh, off. Oh, uh, just one time. Actually, it was uh, over the past year. I think it was during like last summer. Uh, I need I need to get my car serviced or whatever, and so I, I crossed the street because I needed to kill some time. And there were too many people at the um, at the dealership that I was getting my uh, you know car fixed or whatever. And um, I didn't you know COVID time, so I didn't want to hang out there. So I walked across the street. I figured it's a little early for lunch, but I'll you know just get some lunch and hang out. So I, I found an outdoor seat at, at 99. I was like the first person there. And they, uh, and I ordered like, a, I, I don't know, like a, like a, chi- like a Mexican chicken salad sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Like the 99's 99 chicken salad, fiesta lime, whatever. Exactly. But let me tell you that chi- I have never had chicken that was cooked more perfectly. What? It was the best chicken I have ever had in my life. <laughs> And I'm still talking about it nearly a year later. We finally found one of the 99's many reasons that you should always come back for more. No, but I mean, like, I've I've gone there many times in the past. Number one, this chicken salad. Well, so, so, well, so like, let's put it this way. Um, none of the other meals I've ever had there really even held a candle to just how this chicken was. The re- like the rest of the rest of the contents of this salad is fine. But the chicken was perfect. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's so like, funny. I'm sure people. There's probably like least... a cook in there who really knows what he's doing, but hates his fucking job. Like, well, so I mean, I I started to come up with a story, but but like you know, he's like, he, you know, he she they, they you know they're a local like food genius. Um, but you know, they just want to live a simple life. Local food genius, or they're fucking COVID. You know, they had to find a job. Shit, sure. shit, shit didn't work out. They had to find a job. And they found one of they found the second reason to always come back for more at the ninety nine employment. That's the second reason. One is the chicken. <laughs> two is employment. I we have ninety seven more reasons to find Nicholas. <laughs> uh, the popcorn before the meal is good. Oh, too. 90, 96. <laughs> <laughs> ninety six. Uh, the cheese dip ninety ninety seven. No ninety five. I went back. Um, hey, ne- next season of good stuff. We can just find uh, <laughs> ninety nine stuff. Ninety nine reason. Ninety nine reasons why a certain thing is good. Oh my god, that would be a nightmare. Our podcast <laughs> is already an unending nightmare where we can't. We've made we've made ourselves sick of Oreos, and yet here we are. It's it's so true. I like yesterday. I I think it was yesterday. I finished off the Chromatica ones at work as a snack. Today, uh, I had the uh, dark chocolate thins. That I, you know, that I started, to ha- you know, that I had left over that I started as a snack. Um, I ha- I had to eat the lemon ones today for this episode. Um, where does it end, Rob? And I, I still have a mountain of cookies in my apartment. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but let's review the Oreos that we actually tasted today. Um, see where that goes. See where that. See where that leads us, Nick. Uh, okay. So these are the lemon thicks. 
Lemon uh, fix. Lemon fix. And, uh, you know, they are the vanilla cookie, the the golden Oreo, right? And right. potentially double stuff, potentially double stuff plus. Um, <laughs> and uh, they're, I like them. I like them, I think, more than the thins. I agree. Like, I uh, was surprised I th- because I felt like the lemon was less intense. Yes. I think that's why I liked them more. But there, and there was more filling and more cookie. So, like, everything was just more balanced in general. Yeah. I, I think this was probably the right l- lemon size. The <laughs> lemon size. <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, I think, like, I, I just think the... We've had some thins that have been, like, really, really good. And I like a lot of the thins. I think they're, like, pretty pretty legit. I might, oh, definitely. Like, the regular OG thins, probably perfect, right? Like, that's yeah. all you need. But, um, yeah, like, I, I feel like I'm surprised that this double stuff is better than the thin. Like, I figured that would be the correct form factor for, like, this, the, like, sour lemony Oreo. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I like them more than your standard issue Oreo. No. Single or double stuff. No. Um, but I, it, it kind of goes back to the whole, I don't really like fruit candy and stuff too much. Yeah. Like I'll eat it. Yeah. Like if I'm going to have like a fruit, like a, a fruit flavored snack, it's usually just going to just be fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, well, I like. <sighs> I don't know, because, like, I like those little fucking jam cookies. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, shoot. Those are good. Yeah, that, like, I like fruit-flavored stuff. And I, like, you know, Megan made f- lemon bars, and those were freaking rad as hell. Uh, and they were also had, like, a cookie, not a cookie, but, like, a, like, baked good portion to it. Um, uh, and actually, I, that it's, I can't believe it slipped my mind, but, yeah, uh, Michelle and I made Hamantaschen recently. What is that? Um, so it is... Um, they they are those triangle cookies with the with the jam in the middle. We did raspberry and ap- apricot, but I think you can also do plum and pretty much whatever I else like you want to do. Apricot, I like a um, good apricot. And actually, where this actually ties into the episode that we're that we're doing, um, it, the uh the actual pastry dough that you make with it has lemon zest in it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I, so I feel like that blends a lot of things. Yeah, it was it was really nice. I, I'd make them again soon. Yeah, I think I, I like I mean, the like for the beer that I made, like it, I didn't put like lemon juice in it. I put like the lemon peel in okay. while I like boiled it and stuff. I hope it I hope it works out. But like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, how would you characterize this lemon? What what kind of lemon do you think it would be? Was it more like a pomelo, <laughs> or like I I don't know if I could tell. Like um, I'm I'm about to reveal how apparently low class my tastes are. Um, I uh, I I have in my in my note about it uh, that it reminds me of the Starburst lemon, but more mild. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's actually really fair because it's like the candied lemon. Yeah. Um. Okay. What what do you uh what would you give it for a ranking? Um I'm probably putting this at a C honestly. Yeah, I'm like we gave the lemon thins a C or I, what did we give them? I would need to look it up real quick. Uh but um if they're in the same tier, this is better than the thins. 
okay. all I have to say so about that. So if they're in the same tier, if not, yeah, I feel like C. I I I like almost lean to a B. Um, I really like. Okay. I I honestly, my thought was a B. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let's see where. I'm gonna. This is... Ooh, lemon thins was a D. We gave it a D. I think it. I think it got adjusted down, but it has an asterisk on it. So we may we may be fighting this one at some point. Okay. I I think the I'm comfortable giving these a C. I think I'd prefer a regular Oreo, but I think these are really good. So like I just like it's it's so on the border for me. Um well let's put it this way. Um is it better than carrot cake? What is carrot cake? Carrot cake's at a B. It's the it's is the it lowest. As good as, is it as good as carrot cake? Yeah. I, I mean B has mint thins in it. No, I don't think it is. I, I I think it's a C. I think you're right. I think you're right. You are. But I mean, like, you know, C, we did put gold in, and this may just be, this could just be upper tier C if you want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Upper C sharp. Fucking no, tier wait. C. No, I don't actually I forget how music works. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. C plus, if you will. Yeah. I, I think I'll, 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 I'll go with that. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, B is an exclusive, more exclusive tier than I expected. <laughs> I like looking at it right now, like original double latte, mint, and carrot cake. That's it. You know, I feel like I feel like there's a couple more that we still need to add to the list. Oh, I think but, so. Uh, yeah, uh, I I have been bad about keeping up with that. Eh, but it's okay. I will. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's our episode tonight, uh, yeah. folks. So. Uh, we talked a lot about pizza and chains and and uh, friendship. I love that band. Pizza, pizza and, and chains. chains. <laughs> I like their song. Uh, uh, pizza in a box. Pizza in a box. What's what's uh? <laughs> <laughs> I I like their song. Um, pie in a hole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I was trying to think of, um, I, I wanted to say Spoonman, but that's a different one. That's sound. I, that's I, Soundgarden. I want to do the same thing. Yeah, and I was like, no, that's not them. That's not them. Um, I think that's the note we're gonna end it on. Uh, well, calling this one an episode. I've been Rob. I've been Nick, and you have been a lovely audience that we hoped gets dunked, babies. Hey, hey, go dunk yourself. <laughs> that's it that's the new one that's the end go dunk yourself that's where i'm ending it thank you for listening to good stuff with rob and nick good stuff is produced by rob mulligan and promotional artwork by nick pattens good stuff's theme is composed by kenny gray of mess and finesse you can find us on facebook and twitter at good stuff podcast see you next week